Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It is Brendan Escott in this afternoon. As you heard Randy Kilburn mention there, we are giving way at 1 o'clock to coverage of the regimental funeral for the uh, slain officers, constables, uh, Brett Ryan and Travis Jordan. That unfolds live this afternoon at Rogers Place and here on 6.30, Chad, just after 1 o'clock. In the meantime, though, we'll steer the ship there. Talking sports on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift cards to Japanese villains. Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location at 3975 Calgary Trail. And you can start your new vehicle journey at Brent Ridge Ford, the dealer that doesn't forget about you after your purchase. If you value fair treatment and full transparency, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at 780-352-6048. They are 12-time President's Diamond Club Award winners for customer satisfaction. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in with Tasquin. All right, without further ado, appreciate the patience of our next guest. Colin Chalk is not only the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, he's also our headliner today. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Hi, Colin, you're on with Brendan. How's it going today? Doing well, Brian. How about yourself? Not too bad at all. Uh, hey, a pair of games for you this weekend against San Jose, and you come away with a split. Why don't you break it down for us? Yeah, we uh, a good start uh, on, on the first one, and uh, you know missed assignment on a D zone faceoff loss. Kind of found us uh, down one nothing. Was uh, we traded goals in the second period? Was uh, Let's say probably San Jose, uh, you know, were better. They, they control the, the better part of the play, uh, and then things, you know, we 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 were not we were not great. I would say in the third period, you know, we were, we were down one going into the third. Um, San Jose uh, on that night, uh, you know, was better. Uh, we, we back up to Wednesday though. We had a great effort for versus Abbotsford, and uh, you know, it was a big win there going into the weekend. And then our team responded really really well yesterday and uh, played a hard fought game to get two or three on the week. Yeah, so a 4 nothing loss on Friday, but as mentioned there, you rebound 6-2 on Saturday. Seth Griffith picking up a hat trick, and Raf Lavoie, another uh, multi-goal game. He's up to 29 points in his last 28 games. He's he's not really showing signs of slowing down in the offensive department anyway, Colin. No, he's he's put a great second half in uh, for him personally and for our team. Uh, he's been a, been a big part of our offensive success. Uh He's playing hard. He's shooting pucks. He's he's hitting the net. He's driving the net. He's staying on the at the paint. Uh, he's protecting the puck really well. Uh, he's being a big body. He's playing a man's game right now. It's it's really really exciting uh, for him and and, uh, and for uh, Oilers fans to watch. I know we've talked, or you and Bob have discussed quite frequently over the second half of the season, especially as as Raf continues his his breakout. I wonder, Colin, what you're seeing out of this player that's making it sustainable right like sometimes this can be a flash in the pan but other times something clicks for a guy there's there's something that happens over the course of a season or maybe he's just more comfortable in his own shoes whatever the case may be but it seems like there's some uh, sustainability here and at least watching it from afar what do you see 
Yeah, he, you know, part of it is confidence, right? You, you come in and you're from major junior, he was bigger, he's stronger. He could just, he could just shoot it and, and be, um, be stronger than most of the players he played against. So, you know, at times, uh, he was able to maybe, uh, take shortcuts and that kind of stuff and still be able to get past. Whereas, you know, you're playing the American Hockey League in the second best league in the world. Everybody's good. And, uh, there's lots of veteran players that are good, big and strong. So it took a little bit for him to, understand to do it on a daily basis but you know he's gotten stronger his work ethic his detail his offensive detail his his defensive detail understanding what spots to be in uh either getting there a little bit sooner or maybe breaking and skating down to to get to a spot a little bit later um you know and then also is just his his constant will and his constant work ethic uh he's given more and it's it's exciting to see that uh he's he's getting some back so he's all areas of his game have really improved and and he's, he's playing a really, really hard game. I look at the roster, Colin, and really outside of Justin Bailey, there's not anybody else quite built like uh, like um, like Raph Lavoie. So as far as having somebody to specifically model his game after that's out there on the practice surface with him, I mean, he's, he's a little bit in his own category in a sense, I would suggest, at least based on the stat sheet. Uh, well, well said. You know, like Raph is is playing uh, a puck protection, a, a heavy, a heavy down low game, a little bit of uh, a little bit of Zach Hyman uh, as far as like that puck protection and that relentless on the corner. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, taking pucks to the net and jamming pucks to the net or wrapping pucks to the blue paint. Um, you know, he has that dog on a bone uh, mentality uh, below the top of the circles. Uh, you know, Bailey's got that breakaway speed. He's always he's a flash and he's and all of a sudden he's gone, um, you know. But Raf is playing a really, really heavy game, and uh, you're right. There's not uh, we we don't have uh, a lot of that here in Bakersfield. So I think that's exciting for for him, for our team, and for Oilers fans. Chatting with the head coach of the Condors, Colin Chalk. A couple games now for Carl Berglund, the uh, the former captain of the UMass Lowell uh, Riverhawks, I believe they're called. And I'm wondering what you've seen out of the young Swede, the 23 year old, Colin. Yeah, he. Uh, um, it was a lot. It was a lot for him to come in, and uh, you know, San Jose came. They were fast. They were hard. They they hit, and um, you know, he. I, I would say he was a little bit better in the second game. I think uh, it's a lot to ask uh, for a player to come in and, and, to, and to be impactful against men right now, and then also down the stretch here when you know, really, if San Jose doesn't get a split, their season is is pretty close to. Uh, being over so uh, that's a desperate hockey team um, you know I think the the most important part is is that he came in he's getting his feet wet he's learning the coaching staff he's learning the Oiler Condors way he's getting acclimated with his teammates uh, and he's understanding how hard he has to work and what he needs to do to be a good solid impactful player next year uh, I wonder, you talked a little bit uh, about the, the fit of Cam Deneen, who's got now seven, uh, seven assists and ten games played for the team. Uh, a nice power play quarterback, but just overall, I mean, he's kind of a veteran of the league, of course, Colin. I wonder what, uh, what you've seen about his, uh, what his fit has been like since that acquisition came in. Yeah, he's definitely brought some poise and uh, some patience uh, to the power play. Um, you know, it struggled, uh, you know, in the first part of the year, and, and I believe we're 
We're up over 23% there since January, um, but Cam has come in and he also brought it to another level. So, you know, he, uh, he's he got, like I said, great poise, great patience. He also has a good shot. We'd like to encourage him to use that a little bit more. Um, but, uh, um, you know, he's just really brought in a, a great level of patience. He's also been someone who can break the puck out really well. Uh, he can get the puck on the tape to forwards with speed. And I know being a forward myself, it's nothing better than getting a good hard pass from a D-man instead of having to pull pucks off the wall. So he's been a, he's been a real fine addition for us. So I'm looking at the Pacific Division standings right now, Colin, and obviously you guys sitting in six uh, with a 31-28-2 and two record. Can you um, put the playoff format into layman terms for us? Is there a play-in game that you're sort of competing for, or do you have to lock up the fifth spot? How does that work for you guys the rest of the way? Yeah, the top four teams, uh, home ice advantage, and then seven teams make the playoffs. So but right now we're we're in a good spot uh, to be a playoff team. We believe we're going to be a playoff team. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep helping ourselves. Uh, you know, we need to continue to have to put winning weeks uh, together. I believe we're uh, – I believe it's 11 straight winning weeks of, uh, of Condors hockey, and we need to keep doing that. Uh, you know, whether we get home ice – or uh, we start on the road, um, you know, at, at this point, uh, it's not looking like it will be home ice advantage, but uh, we've battled back. Uh, we put ourselves in a real good position, and uh, we need to keep taking care of business, and when we do, we'll be a playoff team. Yeah, 7-3-0 and in your last 10 games. It looks like you've had no problem taking care of business. Over the second half of the season, it seems like it's been uh, quite a bit easier for you guys to uh, to come by the victories, and I'm, I'm wondering, maybe not necessarily what's changed but do you find it easier to get into that condor style of hockey here now that you're later on into the season maybe easier than it was out of the gate yeah i i think uh you know when we look back at our at our start it was a good start we were seven and three we were first in the pacific division uh you know vander kane went down uh we lost our goaltender and a few defensemen the same so we had an eight player swing uh, November and December were tough months. Um, you know, our younger players were kind of like uh, Berglund is. It's just, his, you know, kind of his first test, their first taste. And some of our veteran players were also finding their way. Um, you know, essentially we had to get back to square one and almost back to, to training camp, and that's what we did. Uh, and then we slowly just started to build momentum. We got healthy. Uh, we got confident. And, um, you know, we just tried to focus on one game at a time keep the picture small and we slowly crawled our way back in so um you know i think our, our team should deserve a lot of credit from just our veteran players being good leaders them playing better our younger players being impactful players they they contribute offensively they understood the defensive side of things and uh, really really had great goaltending and made us uh, you know be in the hunt for to be a playoff team a uh, game against uh, Coachella Valley coming up Wednesday. That's the next action for your team. What is what has allowed for them to be so successful in their inaugural season, Colin? They just have uh, they have a they have a ton of uh, uh, proven older uh, veteran players, veteran players that are uh, performing well. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of draft picks there, obviously, with the you know with the affiliation of the uh, of the Kraken uh, being obviously an expansion team. So you know they're they're built a lot differently uh, than the Condors are, and um, you know so it'll be interesting to see you know in in uh, you know three four or five years down the road if if they 
if they go more of a youthful uh, um, identity uh, with that uh, Coachella Valley team. But, um, you know, they're, they're a team that's kind of been through the battles and been through the wars, whereas, like, uh, you know, a Holloway hasn't, a Savoy hasn't, a Lavoie hasn't, a Philp, uh, you know, the kind of uh, that Tulio, uh, and they're getting great experience right now, um, but they, they, have a, they have guys that have been battle-tested and battle-ready, and uh, we played them hard this year. Really, really played them very hard this year, so we're excited for that challenge on Wednesday. Now, my last question for you, Colin, is just uh, what's the bill of health looking like for you guys as you got the three games this week? Yeah, we're. Uh, uh, I, I don't expect we, we were hopeful that uh, Malone and Borgo would be back, but it, it, uh, they've kind of taken, I would say, a lateral or a step back. So they're they're still out with upper body Nemalinen as well. Uh, but this time of year, uh, if you're not playing the right way, you're not 100. percent So uh, you know, like everybody, we got some bumps and bruises. We're managing that with uh, with with practice and workout and treatments. But, uh, you know, our guys have been playing the right way for a while, and uh, everyone's got a few nicks there. But, uh, like I said, you're not 100% at this time of year, but you got to give 100% of what you have. All right, Colin. Appreciate the time, as always. Good luck this week. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. You too. Colin Chalk, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 1248 in Edmonton. Uh, coming up at 1 o'clock here, we will uh, give way to coverage of the regimental funeral honoring constables Brett Ryan and Travis Jordan. We'll get to some of your text messages when we come back, though, to wrap up Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, the uh, Oilers Now injury report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. You heard Bob say Ryan McLeod is with the team, but doesn't sound like he'll be ready to play tonight against Arizona. He's been out with an upper body injury for a couple of weeks now. Ryan Murray is on the injured reserve with a back problem. Mike Smith and Oscar Clefbaum are done. They are done. Somebody was asking not that long ago, like, like within the last week, if Mike Smith was coming back. Nope. That was my burner phone texting in. It must have been. (laughs) And Lord knows you know how to work the burner phone, Cody Jansen. Royal Pizza. Pizza, pasta, and so much more. They're still making it great. Get their new Canadian club pizza. Ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, fresh tomatoes as well. Visit royalpizza.ca. That sounds absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. Are you off the Houston trend or what? Mm, no, the the football team is rounding back into form. It's, I was uh, meaning pizza, uh, not football. No one cares about the NFL. It's called the Texan. Oh, the Texan, not Houston. Yeah. Oh, dash one. I'll take it. Yeah. Bad start. You need to have your own recommendation if you're going to be over there trying to slag mine. I've had a recommendation forever. Which it's the jalapeno is? Hawaiian. Ham, pineapple, jalapeno. Huh, you just left me speechless. We've only talked about this for the past three summers, but... No, you know what? I, that, that rings a bell. I'm just thinking about trying to eat something with both pineapple and jalapenos on it. That's I don't think I can do it. That's why it's the combination that works. Mm. It's kind of like chicken and bacon. It's a good combination. That's a, that's a way more natural. 
way more natural companies. I would disagree, but we'll let the text line tell us. Do you think the mullet's going to sell out tonight? Because they didn't for Colorado last night. I, I mean, I could think of a few better things to do on a Sunday night in Arizona, even a Monday night. Like, I... I get it. It's a small capacity, so like selling out should, in theory, be easy. But you still have to find six thousand diehard hockey fans to go to a game on a Monday night in Arizona instead of golf. Now, if this was in January, I bet you could have had four thousand Albertans down there at that game. I imagine. No, oh, it is spring break, though, isn't it? Or wasn't it? I think so. So maybe there are going to be quite a few. We'll see. I find it hard to believe they have a 5,000-seat arena and they only sold 4,600 seats to watch the returning or defending Stanley Cup champions, though. That's a tough one. I don't know. Is Colorado that big of a draw this year? Like, Unless you really love Nathan McKinnon, I feel like his draw is probably a little bit more when he's out east or else in a division that does follow him that closely. I can't imagine too many homegrown Arizona hockey fans are drooling over seeing Nathan McKinnon. That's fair. My opinion, at least. More people want to see McDavid. That's that's just an obvious answer. Well, well, that's how it should be. If you've watched McDavid any other year, but especially including this year, you want to watch him play. What's interesting, I find, is that the Oilers' road record is almost identical to Arizona's home record. 21-11-3, the Oilers are on the road. 20-11-4, Arizona is at Mullet Arena. That's a pretty good record for them playing there. But no pressure, and frankly, I think a lot of the guys on the team aren't that far removed from college or junior anyway. Maybe it feels more like they're playing at home. (laughs) Yeah, fine, okay. We can do your segments. (laughs) I don't. I I gotta sign off on this. I hear about it if you blow past it. All right, NHL Today is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Start with Matt Duchesne. Out week to week, if you didn't see the video, he took a clapper right in the hand. So uh, the Preds playoff chances seemingly gone now without him. The Flames signed 2021 first-round pick Matt Coronado to an entry-level deal. Zach Dalpy got a two-year deal in Florida. Uh, Shout-out to the Toronto Six, winning the Isabel Cup 3-2 last night over the Minnesota Whitecaps. And as Bob, Bob alluded to, the Frozen Four set. Minnesota going to take on Boston University, and Quinnipiac gets Michigan. That'll be a fun one. Love the Frozen Four. That was crazy. It was Fantilli. After the third period, they interviewed him. Did you see that? I should have queued up this clip. But he essentially said, hey, we're just getting back to how we play. No one in the country can beat us. In before overtime in the quarterfinals. That takes some stones. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> He'd be, um, he's going to be a nice consolation prize for whomever misses out on uh, Connor Bedard this year. Oh, oh, man, I don't know. And then again, you got Mishkov in the draft too. Like, It's going to be a fun one. It's pretty deep too. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I just don't want to see Bedard. I, and again, maybe this is a hot take. I don't want to see Bedard in Columbus. No. no I know no. there's there's certain people who are hard against the take and maybe rig the NHL. I don't want to see Bedard in Columbus. Rig it. I want him either in Montreal or Vancouver, Canadian hockey, all the way. Uh, this Day in Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel. You can fly private charter for a five-day golf getaway to Pinehurst, North Carolina in October. Details at New West Travel. 
Grantfear.com. We'll go back to 1984. Grant Fear becomes the first goaltender in Oilers history to win 30 games in one season. The milestone 30th victory was a 9-2 win against the Flames in Calgary. Wayne Gretzky led the scoring two goals and two assists. Tomorrow, daily face-offs Frank Saravalli for the Horses. Horse Racing Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. See you at the races. And NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Again, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Appreciate you sticking around. Coming up next, it is the Regimental Funeral live from Rogers Place. Coverage of the ceremony. Remembering Constables Brett Ryan and Travis Jordan.